most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Man, what the hell is this, man? Breakfast Club, bitches. I'm glad they put y'all together. Y'all are like a mega force. Y'all just took over every... Wake your punk ass up. This Chris Brown. I've officially joined The Breakfast Club. Say something, mother... I'm with it. The world's most dangerous morning show, Breakfast Club, bitches. Good morning, USA! Yo, 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 Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ Envy. Charlamagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Thursday! Yes, it's Thursday. Yes, indeed. What's happening? All day. It's the weekend. We are. I'm with you. I think it's the weekend. I'm with you. Weekend is here. Damn it, man. I want to oh. I want to shout out to my guy Donnell Rawlings. You know Dave Chappelle is in Detroit all week, and Donnell stopped by my hair store, private label. Yeah, we spoke to Donnell yesterday for a little bit. Yeah, we Facetimed him. He was we laying in the him. bed. He was laying in the bed. Mm. <laughs> he couldn't wait to answer when he saw Envy's Facetime. He was laying in that bed. Yeah, he lied too. He was like, I wasn't gonna answer. I said, Then why'd you answer? I just God told me to answer. Yeah, yeah. we was uh, Annie Annie Letterman. Mm-hmm. Annie Letterman was up here. Yeah, and Annie was talking about how Donnell is. Helped her a lot in the comedy game. I think yeah. she said Donnell got her started. Yeah, got her like started that. in the comedy game. Mm-hmm. What a great guy. Yeah, he was like, he was very nice to go on tour and all that. So we wanted to confirm, so we called Donnell. Mm-hmm. Oh, Donnell helps a lot of people. I will say that because he didn't have to go by there. He wanted to surprise me. So he went by the store, bought some things. So that was a nice gesture. Did so he shout buy out some, to Donnell. Did he buy some here for himself? I don't know how he could put that in because he's bald. So there's no, nothing to like. But you, you have know. wigs, though. Yeah, he could get a wig. Maybe he got a wig. He could get a wig with some bangs. He wanted 32 inches, he said. Cute. Pause. Yep. <laughs> Why are you pausing, man? crazy. I don't know. I got to stop doing it. He said he likes more inches. The more inches, the better. We do have to remember when, we, sure. when we pause, though, it's because we want to see. Like, Because that's what Andrew Schultz says. Andrew Schultz says, technically, it should be fast forward. But you're pausing because you want to look at it. Fast forward. I'm going to stop and look at it. Fast forward. All right. Now, listen, today what? is a great day, man, um, because it's a long time coming for a friend to the room that yes. we have in the show this morning. Uh, she goes by the name of Miss Pat, comedian Miss Pat. Pat. Yes. Miss Pat has been around a long time. You might have mm-hmm. read her book, Rabbit, before. And uh, her and Jordan Cooper have been working on her scripted show. It's been at like Three different networks, but it yes. finally landed on BET Plus, and it premieres today. All ten episodes are on BET Plus today, and Miss Pat and Jordan Cooper will be here to talk to us this morning. That's right. That's you should right. definitely watch the show. It's very uncensored. I didn't expect that yes. from BET Plus, but it was a pleasant surprise. There's no way to censor Miss Pat. Nope. It's impossible. Nope. Okay. Not at all. It's, it's as, I, as I told her during the interview, we're gonna we'll bleep what we need to bleep and take out what we need to take to protect you. Yeah. Okay. Shout out to Miss Pat. But there's no Miss Pat is an OG, OG black woman from Atlanta, Georgia. Ain't there's no censoring Miss Pat. Not at all. Okay. Not at all. Nicest woman ever. All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. Front page news. What are we talking about? Woo. Well, the majority is now the minority. I guess let's talk about the number of white people in the United States. All right. That's how we gonna start. Boy, they gonna wait. It's gonna be some hell to pay this weekend. <laughs> they not going out without a fight. That's right. They got mad babies this weekend. All right, we'll talk about it next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. 
Where are we starting, Yeezy? Well, let's talk about the census. The number of white people in the United States is expected to decline for the first time in history. The 2020 census is due out today, and they anticipate that it will show that all population growth over the last five years has been from people of color. They said as a result, it's expected to show the portion of white people in the U.S. has fallen below 60% for the first time ever. Oh, we knew that was coming. I think they said by, what, 2040, uh, brown people would be the majority? Yeah, I, th- yep. I yeah. think y'all need to thank me and Nick Cannon. I think we're probably the ones that's really, you know, pushing with, with this uh, initiative. Y'all don't have anything to do with this. It's the fact that white people aren't having kids. I mean, well, Nick, me right? and Nick Cannon keep I having that right? them. Right? Did I get that right? And black and, that's and, what it is. and minorities keep having them. So the white, white people aren't having kids as much, right? I mean, look, they said that, yeah, this is about growth. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about the number of people growing. So that's what that would mean. It's, and, gonna, it's some bigots and racists who don't like this at all. If you wonder why certain legislation is being passed from voter suppression to integration, it's all because of this. If they're not going to have the numbers, they need to retain political power in some way. And, 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 some, and some of these fights have to be fixed. And that's what's happening now. Now, according to reports, they're saying that the opioid epidemic and the lower number of millennials having children mm-hmm. could have accelerated that decline. Uh, they said Hispanic and Asian populations are believed to be behind much of the country's population growth. Yes, that's right. So you and Nick can't have nothing to do with this. Well, Hispanic. Oh, maybe Nick. Yeah. I'm not Hispanic. Yes, you are. You are. You are, Nimby. And this isn't going to help the population control rumors that are surrounding the COVID vaccine either. Okay? Because they really believe white Thanos is out there, ready to snap half of us <laughs> out of existence. All right. Now, we discussed this realtor's case, this black realtor who was showing a home to a black man and his son, right? Uh, Eric Brown and his client, Roy Thorne. Well, now Ben Crump is taking on that case, seeking justice for that realtor who was wrongfully detained during that house showing. So we got, uh, we talked about the story up here, but just as a recap, the neighbors called the cops. The cops came, they handcuffed Brown, Thorne, and his 15-year-old son during a house showing after that neighbor made that call. They said that they fit the description of someone who allegedly broke into a nearby home. Now, the police department has since apologized. Uh, The city of Wyoming Police Department in Michigan has apologized, but they are saying race had nothing to do with how officers responded to the situation. But Brown and Thorne claim that ordeal caused them to suffer mental trauma, and they're saying the whole incident was rooted in racial profiling. Yeah, I still think that neighbor needs to go to jail. That's a false report. There was no vandalism going on. Yeah, there was I no mean, crime no, going on. Yeah, and the worst thing about that, what if you know the police would have responded and they would have came there in a different way? What mm-hmm. if somebody would have got shot? What if somebody would have got killed? You know what I mean? Then mm-hmm. what? Would well, you say, the, my bad, if you the neighbor? The neighbor is saying that the person that owns the home had asked him to keep an eye on it because there was a break-in the week before. So... I don't know about I understand that. that. Yeah, I'm just telling you yeah, yeah, yeah. slow details. Slow. Yeah. So, so you wonder, right? Like, you can't say it's racial profiling if that's the case, right? If Correct. somebody said to keep an yeah, eye on my own. own. Yeah. But so, who's in, at fault here? The police for the way they responded? Yes, because they need to stop responding to black people like we're a threat every single damn time. They don't got to pull up with their guns drawn every single damn time, right? Yeah. Right. And they said the son is just suffering now from, uh, you know, from trauma from that. Too, I can well. imagine. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that is your front page news. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open. Again, 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up. Wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello. Who's this? Hey, you. What's up, Trev? Hey, ye. Hey, Trev. Charlemagne. Peace. What up, sis? Don't talk to me with that disgust in your voice. 
Charlemagne. Uh oh, what happened now? Uh-oh. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing happening. What's the, every year I'm going to see um, your, your car show coming up. Um, I'm, I'm going to try to make it. Okay. Um, I'm supposed to be going to Virginia on Saturday, but I'm going to try to stop by there first um, on my way down. Okay. Yeah, we're excited. The uh, the rides came yesterday, the uh, Ferris wheel and a bunch of other rides. So we're super duper excited. The cars arrived today. They said there's a small chance of rain on Saturday, but we ain't worried about that. We're going to pray the rain away. It's going to be a great time. It's going to be carnival rides for the kids. You can get your face painted in Trav. You can get your face painted if you want. Wow. Or, <laughs> you know what that means. I say, ooh. There's a petting zoo. Trav, you can you jump on You want to get your horse. face painted, Trav? It's, it's for the kids, Trav. Okay, not for you. Real quick, before I go, because um, like, Diddy has been on my chest all week, right? Wow. Diddy's been on your chest? Look, so he has a song with Dirty Money where he says he can show you how to move in a room full of roaches, right? Uh-huh. And that's cat. I ain't never heard Diddy say that ever in my life. He in didn't a say room full of roaches. Vultures. Jay-Z yeah, said that. Jay-Z. Jay-Z said, show you how to remove in a room full of vultures. He did not say that. You're saying that because of the roaches he on his vultures, face. vultures, not roaches. <laughs> no, but he's saying Diddy said that. Diddy never said nothing like that. Jay-Z said in a room full of vultures. Diddy said in a room full of roaches on Dirty Money Song. Goodbye. Never heard that. Goodbye, Trav. Bye. <laughs> see you on Saturday. Goodness gracious. Hello, who's this? Hello, this is King Gemini. Good morning, Dr. Leonard. DJ oh, shoot. He really did say that. He did say that. He did say it. Love come down. He did? Yes. He did. Wow. Show him how to move a room full of roaches. Trav, wow. you was right, Trav. Wow. <laughs> how y'all doubted, Trav? Sorry, Trav. We apologize. <laughs> Good, man. We messed up your joke. You started over. Do it again. Who is this? This is King Gemini. King right, Gemini. King what's Gemini. up, King? What's up, Dr. Leonard? How are you, sir? DJ Lewis Booty. And Angela, how y'all doing? So real quick, I want to talk about Robin coming out as bisexual, right? Okay. And now how I got to explain to my son and my daughter about the birds and the bees, the bees and the bees, the birds and the birds, the birds that used to be bees, the bees that used to be birds, the birds that look like bees that still got a stinger. I don't know. I, I don't know. I hope that's I not how you explain. You I hope you, that's not how you explain it. Because yeah, I'm confused. Corny and corny. You got to come up with some better material, brother. Well, I'm, I'm working on it. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't know what I, you just I, said. I apologize. You lost me at well, DJ Lou's booty. That's the last time I chuckled at your whole conversation. Man, have well, a nice day, sir. Try again tomorrow, bro. All right, yeah. sir. <laughs> if at first you don't succeed, <laughs> okay. Oh Jesus Christ. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? I don't know about my fake name, okay? Okay. Right, well, tell us your fake name, Mama. Riley. Hey, Riley. Hey, Riley. What are y'all up to? How's y'all's morning going? So far, so good. What's up? Um, okay, so you guys were talking about being in a relationship with more than one person. So I was in a... Why your phone sound like that? It sound like you're top down or windows down or I'm something. I'm driving. I'm driving. Okay, roll the window up or something. Okay. I know you ain't got no air conditioning. You low on gas, but you know, you just got to be hot Chill for a little out. while. I just filled my tank. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. No, literally. Okay, so I was in a relationship with a guy and more than one girl since I was 18. I'm okay. 23 now. So I lived in a big house with like multiple women. And I don't know, like, I don't even know what to say about this. It was just, I don't know. I need you guys to ask me something. What's the problem? 
So you live in a big house with a bunch of ladies and one guy, and y'all share them all the time? Yeah. And you love so, it. So, you know, I would always, we would always buy, he would always send us text messages, right? Mm-hmm. And it would be like, did you just receive the same text? He would literally just copy and paste the same text message, but change the name. <laughs> <laughs> man, <laughs> so oh, man. He would go out and buy a gift or something. And only buy it for one girl at a time, you know, and make the girl lie or something. And just, it was all just lies, you know? I'm not in that situation anymore. Okay, so and you wouldn't do it again? Um, no, probably not. Not gonna lie, sounds it boring. on the guy. Sounds really you know boring. What? It depends on the guy. He just didn't have any structure in his household, I feel like. It could have really went very well, actually. But I you- left that situation and... I don't know. You make it sound boring. You make it sound boring. boring. I'm happy you on the big end. You know, somebody's got to bring it out of you. True. Mm -hmm. True, true. All right. All right. Have have a great day. Thank you. You too. Have a good one. Hello, who's this? Yo, this is Devin. Yo. What's up? Get it off your chest. Oh my gosh, I cannot believe I'm on the radio with y'all right now. That's what's up. Y'all from Kansas City. I've been listening to y'all for a few years now. What's up? Thank you. Good morning. Peace. How are you? You know what? I have not fallen asleep yet. I'm still up from the night before, but I have nothing to complain about. I'm on the radio with y'all right now. What were you doing up all night? You know what? I was strumming, playing my guitar, uh, watching the um, Family Matters and playing crossword puzzles. Okay. All right. Sounds like a fun night. It sounds boring, but I like to burn. <laughs> Y'all, can I shout out my uh, Instagram? Of course. <laughs> yes. So it's Stylish Women and Gentlemen or Swag. Um, I'm a personal stylist. I am a personal organizer. I have my own garden. I sell my seasonal produce. Um, I sell hair, skin, and beard oil. Okay. Um, I want to encourage all the guys out there to use beard oil, all the guys with beard. Don't walk around with a dry-ass beard. Get that beard oil and get one that smells good and natural. Mm-hmm. It's your swag oil. Y'all, please follow me back if y'all need a stylist. Anybody needs a personal organizer, stylist, your skin, hair, beard oil, hit me up. I'm Devin, KCK, in the building. Okay. Yeah, so, I, 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 I am going. I'm, I'm going to hit you, you up about the beard oil. I love it, Charlotte. D- like, D- so. DM, DM me on Instagram. DM me on Instagram so I can see it, and I'm going to hit you back. I got you. All love right, y'all. Lay you back. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051 if you need to vent hit us up. We got rumors on the way, ye? Yes, and we are going to be talking about Soldier Boy. Tell him. Now, he is mad at a fan who took some <sighs> video of him in the mall. We'll tell you what he was doing. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk, Soulja Boy. It's time, time, time. She's spilling the tea. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, Soldier Boy was at the mall, and he was with his entourage. He was trying on jewelry at a kiosk in the middle of the mall. Now, there was a guy who actually filmed Soldier Boy trying on this jewelry, and here's what he was saying while he was filming. Not Big Soldier. Hell no, man. Not Big Soldier. Hit a little. Ain't no way. 
All right. Well, yeah, it looked like it was just a kiosk. Does like the kiosk, I said. you mean the kiosk in the malls that usually sell like the fake Rockefeller chains and the fake death row chains, that mm-hmm. type of kiosk? That was the 90s and early 2000s when they was doing that. They still yep. got those. So oh, Boy ended up live uh, on Instagram with the guy who was filming him, and here's what happened. That party ain't 35,000, bro. You right in the middle of the mall. Right in the middle of the right now, right in the middle of the mall. I tell you what, come by that party and watch you right You in the middle of the mall oh, doing what? Bro, meet me at the mall right now. Meet me in Compton. Bro, you ain't coming to my hood. Who are you talking to? go to your hood. What you saying? What you not in the middle of the mall? Off of Eastside, Freetown, Paru, Bumpton. What you not in the middle of the mall? Where you from? Answer the question. Yes. Doing what? Buying Cartier. You want to go back to the same mall and film it? Yeah. Yeah. Let go. Meet me. I mean, I don't even understand what this is about, but Soulja Boy gets so turned up over everything, and you're watching it like, is this mm-hmm. a, for real, or is this a Why? joke? Why? Black men, y'all got nothing better to do? Like, who cares? <laughs> well, it didn't end there, because then uh, they went and interviewed the owner of the kiosk where Soulja Boy was <laughs> buying the jewelry from. Why? Oh, my goodness. This is the kiosk that uh, Soulja Boy was at. Yes. And Soulja is any of this jewelry real? Uh, some of my selling silver ones are. But is any of these pieces, real diamonds? No. I do have another kiosk for that. You have another kiosk, but Soulja Boy was at this kiosk, wasn't he? Yes. And this is where he bought the jewelry, right? He bought it in this one and also the goldsmith over there. Hey, so he bought them in both of them, so he bought some real jewelry and some fake jewelry. Yes. Is this happening because people want attention and they know they can post on social and get that attention, or is this happening because this brother cares that much about what Soldier is spending his money on? Which know. is it? Listen, I, I honestly think it's, it's it's a little bit of both. Kind of like when, when Bow Wow posted the private jet and then really flew on a regular. Like it's like who cares? But these kids is capping. <laughs> like these kids inspire to be these people. So when they people need, when they're not being real and honest, these kids call them out. But Soldier Boy is entertaining. He's he the one that made it. Like he went live with the guy and everything. <laughs> people got to start protecting their peace more than their name. If I was Soldier, <laughs> I would care, I would care less what that brother thinks. Let whoever think whatever. And if I was that brother, I wouldn't care what Soldier's buying with his money. That's his money. All right. Well, speaking of buying things with someone's money, somebody stole Polo G's uh, debit card and tried to buy some OnlyFans content. <laughs> so that person tried to use uh, Polo G's card. He posted it, and the bill was $26.82. That's it? You steal somebody's credit card and just go to OnlyFans? That might have been just it. That's how you test it out, I guess. Uh, like, let's see if this works out when yeah. I try to buy something. Now you make sure you report the story when that brother goes to jail. That's what I want to hear. Or that sister. That's, what I, that's course, the one I want. Of course, you would know that you got to test the card first before you try it. Okay, you Brooklyn scammer over there. Go ahead. I mean, that's what I would think. I've never stolen a credit card, but mm-hmm. I would think you want to make sure it works by doing doing something that's safe and then I know most people will like buy gas or buy metro cars oh, yeah? or something like that. That scamming is in your Brooklyn blood. But don't you, the bank the bank will call you immediately, right? If not it's a, like a, a, Not if it's a small purchase. They don't really? call you when you do a small purchase, do they? It depends where it's at. You know what I mean? And a lot of times I know you need like the zip code mm-hmm. or whatever. And I have a thing on mine that if anybody tries to open anything or do anything, they definitely send me a text. Right, but right. you're right. If it's a small purchase, if you're like at a corner store or yeah, maybe you're check. doing something on OnlyFans. But depends where it's at. Because if mm-hmm. it's a small store in Kansas, they'd be like, Kansas? He doesn't frequent Kansas often. They usually call for stuff like that. All right. Now, Little Nas X says he turned down a role on Euphoria. And he does want to start acting, though. He's on the cover of Variety's Young Hollywood issue. And so he said that he wants to be on there. He said, I was actually going to do Euphoria, but I didn't want to take time from finishing my album. It was going to be great. He says, season three, it is. I love Euphoria. Euphoria is fire. Season three? When the hell did season two happen? Well, I guess he couldn't make it because he was doing his album. Oh, it's not out yet. Yeah, so. Oh, I'm about to say. I guess he was saying season three, it is. 
Uh, he also said that he doesn't want to speak on the baby and hip hop homophobia because of safety concerns. So he said, you know, he's just not really going to say anything about that. Right? Makes sense that because people I'm sure are attacking him. If you see people's comments, he said the honest truth is I don't want to speak on a lot of the homophobia within rap because I feel like this is a very dangerous playing field. It's more for my own safety rather than anything else. And they asked him whether he feels unsafe. He said, yeah, a lot of times. Absolutely. Especially once the call me video came out. There was literally someone who chased my car a few days after that video came out and they were like, F you or something like that. They started to follow the car. That's when I started getting security. Yeah, but don't blame that on the on hip hop homophobia. That's just homophobia in America, period. Like, don't just make it a hip hop thing. Don't target hip hop with that. Well, maybe I you're understand saying that he's it's a hip hop artist. Yeah, I get it. But I understand it's a lot of rappers and stuff that, you know, maybe saying things on social media, but it's a lot of people that say things about him on social media as well. America is a homophobic country. Like, don't put that all on hip-hop. All right, now, J.R. Smith is going back to school. He's a retired two-time NBA champion, and he's enrolling at North Carolina A&T. He's going to be pursuing a degree in liberal studies, and he's also an avid golfer, so he does hope to play for uh, their golf program as well. So mm -hmm. I'm glad, I'm glad J.R. is going to get you know some higher education. Why not? Yeah, he said he has deep roots in Carolina with Chris Paul. Um, and he said, it's been a long time since I've been in school. I'm excited. It's a new challenge. i got nothing but free time right now between raising kids and going to school. My schedule is pretty full. Why not? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. And speaking of going to school, by the way, congrats to Angie Martinez. She just got her honorary doctorate. Nice. nice. Dropping the clues bomb for Angie Martinez. Mm -hmm. Seen that from Rutgers. So it's two doctors Snork. on Power 105.1 now. Mm -hmm. Only one we respect. I don't care if you respect me or not. That's the last he thing I care about. He didn't even say you. Maybe he doesn't but, respect Angie. Maybe. He that knew is what true. It was. He knew the truth. He knew <laughs> the truth. <laughs> salute to Dr. Angie Martinez. Okay. Dr. Martinez. Shout out to Dr. Martinez. Congratulations. All right. Now, front page news next, what are we talking about? Yes, you know what we're talking about. Let's talk about these vaccinations. The FDA may be okaying a third vaccine dose soon. We'll tell you who that's for. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Hey, it's Angela Yee. Don't let weak hair hold you back. Carol's Daughter's Goddess Strength Collection supports hair as it gets longer for hair that's 15 times stronger after one use. Available at carolsdaughter.com and your local retailer. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where are we starting, Yee? Well, let's start with the FDA. They're about to okay a third vaccine dose, but that dose would be for people with compromised immune systems. So they're saying that uh, uh, people, an estimated 2.7% of adults in the U.S. are immunocompromised, according to the CDC. And that includes people who are organ transplant recipients, people undergoing cancer treatment, and people with HIV, amongst other people. So those organ transplant recipients, for example, have to take medication to suppress their immune system so their bodies do not reject the new organs. One small study of these patients found the majority never developed antibodies to uh, coronavirus after vaccination, and the others only developed very low levels of protection. So they might need a boost in immunity. And that's an emergency authorization shot. Mm -hmm. Full FDA approval. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're 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 going to be okaying that soon. Yes, for emergency, for emergency use. use. Mm -hmm. But they are saying that they should get full um, FDA approval within the next couple of weeks for the Pfizer one. Yeah. 
All right. So the Centers for uh, Disease Control and Prevention estimates that more than one million people who have gotten the Moderna or Pfizer vaccine have gone back for an unauthorized third booster shot. They said Florida is among the states reporting the highest number of people opting for a booster shot, followed by Ohio, California, then Illinois, and then Tennessee. I'm sure as soon as the FDA fully approves it, um, you'll see more people get the vaccine. I think so, too. All right, the daily case average in the U.S. has surged to more than 110,000. That's a 25% jump in the last week, according to data from the government. And every state in the country is now reporting high or substantial community transmission, according to federal data. Hospitalizations in the U.S. have climbed to the highest point in six months. So, yes, got to be safe out there for everybody. They also said that flights have kind of flattened out, too. I guess now with this... uh, the Delta variant, sir, is the travel has flatlined. Gee, I can't tell. Every time I'm at the airport, it's, it's packed. packed. It's rammed <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, I mean, but look at that. A lot of the, um, a lot of these airlines you saw have been canceling flights and things like that. So I'm sure there's some issues with that too. Just spirit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now the CDC has also strengthened its recommendation for vaccines during pregnancy. So that's based on new evidence that the vaccine officially poses no safety concerns for pregnant people vaccinated late in pregnancy or for their babies and no increased risk for miscarriage. They also found no increased risk of miscarriage among people who got vaccinated during the first trimester. Now, in Philadelphia, city employees must get vaccinated or they have to wear double masks. I thought they said before that double masks didn't matter. They go back and, and forth. And one time they said it did, then they said it didn't matter. It's, it's all over the place. You don't only want to listen to these people. Listen. Who to switch their minds every couple days. That's right. This is something new. Things are changing all the time. I just want to be as safe as possible. So if I need to protect myself and people around me, that's my plan. Now, the United States is also going to deliver nearly 837,000 Pfizer vaccines to the Caribbean. That's going to be to the Bahamas, Trinidad and Tobago, Barbados, St. Vincent and the Grenadines, Antigua, St. Kitts and Nevis. By the way, double mask is light. Like if that's all your job or whatever, would you say that was? Philly. Philly? Mm-hmm. If that's all they require, and that's light. Because I yeah. saw what California yesterday did it to where if you don't, if you're not vaccinated, you got to get tested on the regular. So I would assume yeah. regular is every day. Yeah, I don't know if it's every three days, every day. Mm-hmm. Um, the U.S. is also going to send 8.5 million COVID vaccines to Mexico as well. Now, new vac- vaccinations have almost doubled in the U.S. since July. So the nationwide rate is still around 50%, but there's been an uh, encouraging jump in the pace of first doses. In the, uh, recent weeks. So what they brand s- they send in the Mexico, though? You got to be very sure that you got to check the label, Mexico. It might be that Johnson & Johnson. You know what I mean? AstraZeneca. I never even heard of that one. Yeah, I don't know what and that Moderna. One AstraZeneca, I think, is not uh, used here. Mm. But they use it in, yeah, they use it in Europe. We don't use it here, but U.S. is going to send it somewhere wow. else. <laughs> they use it in other places. I don't know why they don't wow. use it. Now, unvaccinated students have to pay a COVID fee <laughs> at West Virginia College and also at, a, at West, uh, West Virginia Wesleyan College and Birmingham Southern College in Alabama. So, what's the fee? Uh, $750. And what's that mean? It's non-refundable and... What is it, for tests? Yeah, it's going to uh, apply to students who fail to submit proof they have been fully vaccinated or received the first dose. So you have to wear a mask and social distance while on campus and undergo weekly testing. That'll help cover the cost of testing. Mm. All right. Well, that is your front page news. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, listen, we are very proud of this next person that's pulling up. Okay. It's been a long time coming for this uh, this, this, this this woman. You know, she she's had a network show 
that has been to like three different networks mm-hmm. but it finally found a home at BET Plus and it premieres today it should be on BET Plus right now all that's 10 right. episodes right yep you can check it out right now Miss Pat and Jordan Cooper when we come back that's right Jordan Cooper stayed down with Miss Pat too he's the writer of the show he stayed down with Miss Pat throughout this whole process alright and we're gonna kick it with them when we come back so don't move it's The Breakfast Club good morning The Breakfast Club Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got some special guests joining us this morning. Our uh, folks, Miss Pat, Miss Pat, and Bridget Jordan Cooper, and Jordan Cooper. How y'all Good. feeling, man? Good the f- morning. Oh, good morning. What you doing drinking cold cold? I know you're from Atlanta, but damn. Miss Pat, drink some water or something. She got coffee and coffee. Don't have to ask pretty skinny ass. I need wake me the f*** up. I flew in this bitch at 3 o'clock and didn't have no car to pick me up. I'm tired. All them out there trying to pick me up at the airport. I'm like, excuse me, do you think I don't see the news? Y'all ain't about to take this. I got on a spank. It's going to take some time unwrapping, huh? Well, a whole lot of time. You well, first of all, I feel like we should be celebrating, right? Because it's been such a journey for you to get your show on TV. Well, first of all, let's introduce you to Miss Pat. because You, you ain't never been here with Miss Pat. You ever met Angela? Miss Pat? No, I've never met her. But we've spoken. I read her okay. book before, Rabbit. I've done all of that, so I'm familiar. Well, nice Pat. to finally f***ing meet you, Angela. <laughs> she okay. waited until you got a TV show over to be here for an interview, Miss Pat. Well, some n****s like famous people. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't there yet. I ain't there yet. I still got my layaway birth, and I'm trying to be blacker than a motherfucker. No, we are proud of you. We're so proud of you, man. Pat and Jordan, like we've seen the journey. Was three networks before it landed on BET Plus? Three, no, three networks, three writers, cry tears. Damn, I couldn't suck the right in Hollywood. That's why I took five years. I know I got vertical. I can't be sucking no extra. <laughs> I can't do that to me. Well, I got high flesh and bitch wig fly. <laughs> think I'm Charlemagne the God. <laughs> no. <laughs> shot me. But you are still working with Lee Daniels, so you didn't have to it's, worry about that. Whoa. 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 How was the process though, Jordan? <laughs> it was amazing. It was amazing. I like, well, it, it's a crazy story. I got introduced to Pat in high school. My dad was like, you got to watch her. She's hilarious. Her story is ridiculous. So I watched it. I was like, dang, like her story is crazy. She's funny as hell. She need to write a book. Then I wrote my play, Ain't No Mo, that Lee saw at the mm-hmm. public. And he was like, yo, I'm doing this thing with Miss Pat, uh, this comedian. We don't have a concept for her. Uh, so see if you can read this book and see if you can come up with a concept for a show. And I read it and I immediately saw in my head this, this sitcom with a live audience. And I went to go back to like All in the Family, Good Times, The Jeffersons. But I wanted it to be R-rated in front of a live studio audience. Which I thought he Bro, was you crazy. Team. What you know about the Jefferson? Listen, the good time? listen. DVD took me to watch Lucy one night. <laughs> Lucy. I'm like, Lucy in LA. I said, if you don't give me the f*** out of this thing, my panty line away, <laughs> I'm sleeping <laughs> 10 o'clock at night. Old people been in the bed. <laughs> Lucy. No, I had to watch it because I wanted her to know the history of like I where everything f- was no coming history from. coming from. I don't even give a f- about black history. <laughs> Not at 10 o'clock at night, motherfucker. I'm sleeping. We up in Beverly Hills, so I'm watching Lucy. Everybody laughing. I done dozed off like a motherfucker. <laughs> Bitch, I'm sleeping. I told you before you brought this. Why was your panty liner wet? Her panty liner's always wet. Why? Because it's a 64 Chevy. 
Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, your wife don't tell all her business. <laughs> Everybody got a little drip, ain't that right? Your <laughs> ain't tight like the third grade. <laughs> I cannot. I will say, I don't have kids, it's still pretty tight. Uh, that what you think. Pull your underwear off and smell them. <laughs> <laughs> you used to have tight. So did I. This fat is crazy. When you're fat and you don't like it, you let them stick it in your neighbor, Angelique. Yeah, fat girl got deep neighbors like vagina. You like, thank you, this for real. I've heard underarm. When you fat, like, I got a hole in my stomach like my neighbor used to be there. So when fat girl, we trick and we don't want to really give you no we let you stick it in the navel. So when you say you no, nigga, you all you did was navel. Thank God, y'all ain't got to worry about cleaning this up because listen, she curses constantly. Listen, the, these networks, I think at the beginning, they really wanted to put her on network TV like Fox and all this. Mm -hmm. But I didn't want it to, to, to be fake. I didn't want it to be, I wanted her to be able to be herself. So basically, Lee was like, come up, come up with a concept, right? And he goes to Fox and was like, yo, I got this kid. He wrote this show. Like, I, th I think you guys would love it. They're like, he's still in college. Ain't nobody, like, we're not, we're not about to do that. Fox and was the first network it was attached to, right? Fox. Yeah. Okay. And then Pat, Pat, whenever we met, she called. She I flew called, on my yep. birthday to meet him. So I took his number and I said, look, Hollywood is full of shit. Everybody want to the same person in Hollywood. If you get a fat black girl, I need a fat black girl. I said, so right now ain't nobody got no fat black girl. Ain't nobody calling for him. So I said, the only way you're going to get this job is you listen to me. We need to write a strip behind these motherfuckers back. And we wrote that pilot and we handed it to Lee. And so what was crazy, because he put his name, I said, take your name off of it. And because he thought Which I was going to I was like, why are you going to take my name off of it? Well, I said, because if it's up, it's going to fall back on me, mm -hmm. not you. And you still got a chance to get a job. That's what Lee trying to do. And I said, I, don't, I said everybody going to know I ain't do that. Everything's spelt right now. So you <laughs> so I gave it to Lee. And he was like, who wrote this? I was like, me. He said, bitch, everything's spelt right. I said, me and Jordan wrote this. And he walked it in, and that's how he got the job at oh, Fox. Wow. The yeah. whole, uh, and then, then it ended up at Hulu, too, right? Hulu yeah. shot the pilot. So Hulu, she, okay. we sell it. We, he takes us. He wanted to do... He wanted real language in it, so it moves us over to Fox 21. Yeah. Fox 21 sell it to Hulu. This is how much we went through. Fox, so Hulu shoots the pilot, and everybody get involved. We attach Debbie Allen. She shot. This was her first pilot since, since Fresh Prince Fresh of Bel Air. Prince, and we shooting the pilot, y'all. And I, my spirit, I said, they're not going to pick it up. Okay, we shoot it. I go on back on the road. It took them six months to say no. That person didn't understand me, and they didn't understand this show. Who was but, the he? But we I can't ain't say, say who the he. It was also their, uh, we heard through the grapevine that it was their highest tested pilot ever. Because it was a thing where where I, I don't think that person understood why it was funny or why people would That's get it. That's insane. Sometimes you have a, to know what you don't know. It's a white right. person? Right. Of course it was a white person. You know it's a goddamn white, white person. White goddamn mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> When BET called and said, Lee was like, BET Plus. I said, what the f is BET Plus? Mm -hmm. And they gave us <laughs> 10 episodes, and I f with people who f with me. Word. You know, they was great. It, it was kind of better because they understood it. Right. We didn't have to explain ass and nappy hair. And then we had questions about, there was a joke about edges, and they were like, what are, what are what edges? Is edges? Oh my gosh. What is, I'm like, what the f? Oh. Is alopecia on black women when they move their wigs off? <laughs> <laughs> One time, my friend said, "Watch my watch my Clyde hair." I washed that wig off her hair. I said, 
her hair fell off. <laughs> I said, what the f*** happened? She said, she got alopecia. I had never heard of that. I said, mm. the bitch got apples and peaches in her hair. <laughs> <laughs> Is that some new cream of nature? But I was dead ass for real. I said, what the f is apples and peaches? She said, bitch, apple oh. peach. When your hair fall, I said, what the f is this? <laughs> you know, I'm from the hood. I'm used to the n oh. yanking your tracks out and leave your little balls oh, by right there. And you put a little motherfucker <laughs> suffer eight on it and it grow back. But I ain't never took a bitch wig off and it looked like that bitch went through a car wash and <laughs> You got alopecia? What's wrong? You got, what the f is going on with y'all? Well, hold on, hold on. So after, after, um, the alopecia. That, not the alopecia. <laughs> Adam forgot my train of thought. With Miss Pat, crazy. All right, we have more with Miss Pat and Jordan Cooper. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Miss Pat, comedian, and Jordan Cooper. How close uh, oh. of, of the show is about your your life? Ninety five percent. So your daughter really whipped the girl's ass in school? Nah, that no, ain't that was five percent. No, she whipped them with education. That's Garyana. Yeah. Like, she's based off my daughter. She actually wrote on the show. So my daughter went to this all white school and she was just whooping with knowledge. And I was like, that's why you can't get no dick because you up here with all this black lie matter. What ain't black lie matter? Just social justice. Calm down. You ain't gonna never get no. At this all white school, so you, you, too you wanted your daughter to get ain't good. Oh, I thought your daughter was a lesbian. You got two daughters. I got two daughters. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, you're right. Lesbian on both of my daughters. Somebody needs some yeah. shot, man. <laughs> <laughs> so you wouldn't mind her being with a white boy. I wouldn't mind. That's her. Okay. <laughs> what you, I can't go over there and put a stop sign in my kids. My daughter needs some <laughs> stop sign. <laughs> you want to trade the 64 Chevy? For the Tesla. We like seeing Tammy Roman and your chemistry on there too. Oh, I thought that she was, was nice. So she kills mad. it. She, she kills, kills it. it. Tammy did it. You know what's crazy? Let me tell you about the whole the whole mm. casting this show. So Jordan, when he first got me, he was sent me. He sent me two people, which was a daddy, and he sent me Tammy Roman. He said, "This is your sister, and that's your that's your husband." So I said, "That big old black." is not my husband. And I said, that crazy-ass woman with that bonnet on her head is not my sister. Because I, I didn't know Tammy. I, I don't watch reality TV. Mm -hmm. I don't know anything about neither one of them. So you just saw the video with the bonnet? Bonnet. And I said, that crazy-ass woman, because she was funny. Mm -hmm. I said, that bitch crazy, and she's not my sister. He was like, yes, yeah, she is. So when it was time to audition, I kind of had this a darker skinny girl, because my sister is dark-skinned in real life. Mm -hmm. And so really good act. She came in and blow that shit away. The next day, they, the Lee Daniel's sister doing all the cash. She's like, you got to watch Tammy Roman. And I was like, who is Tammy Roman? And he was like, then I Googled it. I was like, she a reality star. She can't act. And he was like, she was like, yes, she can. Yes, yeah, she can. So I said, okay. That girl walked in that motherfucker. She was that character. And I'm like, okay. And that bitch woke that room up. On the show, Tammy's a recovering addict. So your sister, you say your sister still? Well, yeah. Indulges? Yeah, uh, I, indulges. Yeah. She smoke. 
Yeah, same thing. <laughs> yeah. You try to say it nicely. Crack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> smoke some, smoke some crack. You yes. gotta use the uppity words. Damn, I know you I know you from the street. You from North Carolina. You say your cousin smoke, right, bitch? You ain't you ain't gonna hurt my feelings. I mean, your sister smoke. I mean, your sister indulges in narcotics, doesn't she? My sister smoke narcotics. Did she see the show? Your sister see the show? Who? I don't, I blocked them. What? Oh, you don't you don't mess with your sister in real life. I don't mess with nobody. I had to block everybody. Charlamagne, anybody get my little few pin of BT game me? And what your kids say about the show? They not blocked. You blocked them too. <laughs> no, my kids live with me. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, my kids. My, my daughter wrote on the show. My other daughter did makeup. So I mean, my whole family was. Uh, oh, my great. husband was at home. He didn't come down, but mm -hmm. you know, if, where I could where I could provide a job, I provided a job. There you go. You yeah. didn't tell us how you uh, came to terms with the big dude, the, your husband. What made you comfortable with that one? It took a minute because mm -hmm. I had never kissed a man in over 20 years. And when, and, and, you know. What? Another I've been man. Another oh, man. Oh, got you, got Outside you. Outside of her husband. I was going to ask that. What did you feel about that first, when you've seen that first kiss on, on camera? It was okay, you know, because at first, I was like doing the pilot, it was really hard. and But he was so nice because he was such a, he's such a great actor. Yeah. And I was like, I just hated him. I could, oh, get your hands off me. Then, you know, he's a stage actor, so he was sweating. I was like, oh, damn, I hate this man. Get him away from me. And so, you know, I didn't know him either. But what was so good about him, he was just so patient. He's never tried to push himself on me. And I just told him, I said, dude, I ain't kissed no man in 20 years. And it was literally what grossing me out at the mm -hmm. beginning. But then when we started to shoot the nine episode, you you spend time with somebody. It. Right. Oh, it started turning you it on. Started yeah. Oh, it started <laughs> turning you on. <laughs> yeah, you get oh, that panty, panty line started to be used for a different reason, huh? <laughs> I wanted to show black love. I wanted to show and black love, black pure, love too. Form. But like, this, this is the Jay thing Bernard too. Let's say his name. Jay, Jay Bernard, Bernard Calloway. Calloway. Yeah. He's a fierce, ridiculous actor. But like on their screen test, the two of them. Why are you blushing, Miss Pat? Why don't make me tell your husband now? Shut the up. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta that tell me what you're to watching all those. Watching the kids, watching them slap my, you in the ass and all that. My husband's like, who wrote this shit? Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Miss <laughs> Pat, what were the conversations like for you at home after filming this? Because I'm sure it made you, because like Jordan was saying, you're being more vulnerable. So what happened at home just from even filming this? I think my husband, you know, I'm gonna be honest with you. And all, after this, we had to go through counseling, mm -hmm. That's and good. I've been, we, I've never had to do counseling with my husband. But it was a new take on life. You know, your wife is stepping into the spotlight, and my husband, my husband works at General Motors. You know, he's a just an ordinary dude, and people started to like come up to him and say, like, you met Pat husband. He's like, no, I'm Garrett. He's gonna be calling me Miss Pat husband. <laughs> so it was, it was also. It was all, it, it right. affected him in a certain way. I don't know if my husband felt like he was losing head of the household. You know how some men feel like, well, she don't need me anymore. Mm -hmm. And and I never thought I needed counseling before, but I knew my marriage was yeah. on the rocks. Wow. I used to tell I used to tell her all it's the time. It's your fault, Jordan, by the way. I know, I know. I literally I used to tell her all the time. I was like, you need to go to therapy. Like, you need to talk about some of this. And she was like, nah, I got comedy. I ain't doing no damn therapy. And so literally I wrote therapy in the season. Wow. I wrote that the couple that that he started therapy and then they go together and she kind of starts to and that's when she started therapy which was just a beautiful thing to watch her open up and I think you you grew a lot you say you grew a lot and I process. did I learned a lot about the way my husband felt which I I like I, I travel all the time so I would go home and 
It was like he would fall asleep real early. Oh, uh, it would be like rejection. I'm like, what the f is wrong with him? But I'm so busy trying to create a show, trying to do a special, do all other things, and it didn't hit me until my birthday party. And uh, my friend Quisha threw me a surprise birthday party, and he didn't come down. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what the f my husband? Y'all didn't invite him? And they was like, he wouldn't come. I was embarrassed. Mm -hmm. So I called him and I said, hey, n you headed for divorce court. What you want to do? Mm -hmm. Call this motherfucking counselor my friend gave me. And he we called. But in that session, which I never thought I would ever do counseling, I learned so much about this man that was sitting in my house that I didn't know. Damn. I mean, y'all been together so for so long, y'all probably had to uh, get to know each other all over again. We really yeah. did. Because one point, he's like, I was just waiting to die. You don't need me anymore. I was like, what the f you mean wow. you waiting to die? You had a health care. We might not be able to get this shit after you croak over. You play too much. But is she serious, though? She's not even playing. But you know, the dynamics of your relationship changed, right? It did. It mm. changed. You know, I think it's because, you know, my, my husband is a very quiet person. Mm. And then, you know, I'm... I don't think he ever thought my career was, was would get like this. You know, really? He would say, he would say, and I'm not gonna listen to them chicken house jokes. You're going on out there, and you out there just fucking around. Cause I worked at General Motors and I worked at Ford. You quit even good job for this, shit. and I was like, dude, shut the fuck up. It's <laughs> something here. Cause I know when it's something here for me, and you know, he, you know, he was just ready to leave. He's like, I, he thought he was like, I was ready to leave. I was waiting on you to say it was over. I'm like, you gonna build a castle and let another nigga come in it and keep the lights on for you? Mother, you know how many times I, I messed out your credit card to go do a show that didn't pay me <laughs> You know how many times you bought me a mother plate? You know how many times you stayed at the house with three sets of crack babies that I raised? Mm. You know how many times that I didn't come home and you would send me your mother credit card and I took your whole paycheck for my dream? And then now we, I get a little money and you gonna feel like you ain't a part of What is wrong with you? Mm. Right. But the counselor, another black man had to set my husband down and open up his mind. Like, my husband wouldn't even let me buy him nothing named brand. Mm. Mm. He wouldn't even take a vacation. If I bought that motherfucker, I don't want that. Take that back. I don't, I don't want that. We just went to Dids. I bought a Louis Vuitton satchel a while. He took it all this time. <laughs> I just bought a new Thank car. you. I just bought a new car. And you know, like, when mm -hmm. I first shot the thing, I was like, hey, I made this money. I want to give you this. I don't want your money. And I was like, he's got to look at it like it's our money, though. That's what counseling did for mm -hmm. him to realize that we are as one. When you keep blowing up the way you are, Miss Patton, you get all this money. Are you going to retire your husband the way Tabitha Brown did her? her <laughs> I man? sure am going to retire hey, my husband. Okay. I already told him at the beginning of the year, the clock out. Come on, home. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually, I just put a contract on a house in Atlanta. You got them right. My Congratulations. Worked, my husband worked. He's been 22 years at General Motors. Why wouldn't I retire him? I've been with this man 20-some years. They never put his hands on me. 30, almost 30 years. I ain't never went without a meal. Can you see me. Do I look like I missed a meal? <laughs> no, ma'am. <laughs> Shut the f*** up. I didn't yeah, like that. You were supposed to answer that. That was terrible. Why would he say that? He was like, no, ma'am. I didn't mean it like that. That was really. And I never had a light cut off. I ain't never been disrespected. I ain't never been called a bitch. I ain't never got hit in the aisle Friday. Without his makeup on his eye, that lad hit me in my eye every Friday. Like it was a dance we were going to. So, I mean, why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I? It's your turn now because right. you have helped me get here. When so many other people look down on me and talk, even his motherfucking mama, what you want with that welfare queen? I'm like, bitch, I'm giving you some food stamp. You gonna call me a welfare queen? If I wasn't telling these lies, I couldn't be over there bringing you no food for them roaches to help you eat. <laughs> 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 I can tell that story now because she did. Oh, damn. Oh, my God. Right. I was wondering. Right. 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 You gonna go too far? <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, 
<laughs> My goodness. All right. We have more with Miss Pat and Jordan Cooper. When we come back, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Miss Pat, comedian, and Jordan Cooper. Jordan, you know, I think about you often because I've been saying over the, the in the next five years, if things don't change in America, we're going to have to move to Ghana. Yeah. And that's what yeah. your whole play was yeah. about. That yeah. was what? Years uh, ago. How yeah, long ago two was that? Two years ago. Two, two years, years ago. ago. Yeah. Would you see that? Yeah, no? yeah, I, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. This country is crazy, man. I think we're being. I ain't tricked. moving to Ghana. It's hot. I got hot flesh. No. <laughs> you already. He said you already. I can't fool with her. No she already told. Tell him about your hot booty hole. No shit. Tell him about your hot booty hole. She got hot flashes in the ass. <laughs> Flaming hot booty hole. <laughs> when you have that hot flashes, like... they move. On. Have you saw the hot flashes? Yet? No. <laughs> But I oh, hope I don't get them in my booty hole. Well, they, they coming. <laughs> Is it maybe something well, you eat that comes out? She remind me of Felicia Rashad. She's so bougie. I'm going to my booty hole. <laughs> <laughs> that's only if I put too much crushed red pepper on my pizza. No, no. Well, you, you know, you're not, what are you, 30? No, I'm older than that. Okay, well, uh, they coming. Now, they're they coming. There's going to come a time when you just going to start heating up around the neck, then it moved to the t- And just recently, I was just telling him, my f***ing hot flesh is in between my legs, and it's f***ing up my panty line of strip. It won't stick no more because it's just hot down there. <laughs> 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 I love this Batman. I'm serious. Fool you can't control ah! where the hot flesh is going. Go ask your mama. I bet she be around there with her drawers on. You ask your mom about her hot booty hole. Don't y'all know nobody out there go ask their mom about their hot booty hole, please. So I got I got hot flashes in my ass now. So I'm gonna call my doctor when I start. I'm like, hey, do this shit between my legs now. And then this shit done heated up my dick. And it shouldn't be doing this during the day while I'm on a plane next to a white man. So it's just hot flashes. So that's why you can't move the guy. You can't move the guy because but, of that. But, like, I think, <laughs> all, all, all that to say, that's right, why you can't move the guy. But the, but the, uh, and I wish I ain't got no passport to do my weed. <laughs> I can't. I feel like low-key we being duped. Like, I feel like it's too quiet, like, in the White House. I'm so, I, like, I, I'm, I voted for Biden. I voted mm-hmm. for, for, mm-hmm. for Kamala Harris. But I feel like I don't want us to be fooled. I don't want us to think that just because the regime changes that the problems are fixed, that we ain't got no issues. Problem ain't gonna never I be think. fixed. But that's the problem. But we think we think it is. Ain't I nobody like, never thought no, that problem gonna be fixed in this regime. That's a damn country. lie. That's a damn lie. I ain't lie. never thought that. We're quiet. No, we are quiet. No, well, we are, quiet. No, we are quieter. Uh, that's listen, why they no, giving you all listen, that pandemic money. No, I listen, tried to show listen, you how to get. This is what I'm saying. No, you tried to show them. <laughs> I'm not doing ass with a bitch. Everybody else, <laughs> everybody else taking their ass to jail too. Everybody else taking their ass to jail. He had a real business, and he was sitting in the house twirling his motherfucking finger. It affect him. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm talking about real business. That yeah. but, real business. But what I'm saying is, is that. White people were so up in arms whenever Trump was in office. They've been Everybody, up and on. no, they were not. White people were silent when Obama was in presidency. They thought it not was in perfect. My neighborhood. They thought it was perfect. No, they they thought it was because they voted for Trump. That's why they thought it was good. What white people you been seeing? I'm talking about the white people. I'm talking about the white people. I grew up in Texas, so like I remember. Yeah, that's the whole reason. Race. No, listen, them listen, races. listen. This is what I'm saying. The reason, the reason why well ain't no more in the first place was because white people, whenever Barack Obama was in presidency, it was like they weren't paying attention. It was like everything is perfect because we have this black person at the front of a thing, right? And then when Trump was in office, all of a sudden, the uh, the, the devil was butt-ass naked in the street, and everybody was like, oh, no, we got to get the devil out of here, right? And then when we put Biden in, nobody's worried about the devil no more. Let but it's like, no, we, we, the we still got The devil was still the- out there. He was at the courthouse. The motherfuckers always lock you up. 
They were still out there. You just young and you don't pay attention. No, I'm saying that we're not. I feel like we're not speaking up as much as we were when Trump was in office well, because well, it was in our face. Ain't nobody on there telling people. To, did you see the last motherfucker we had? He was outspoken and crazy. That's what I'm saying. He was entertaining. Mm -hmm. He was entertaining. Mm -hmm. So you woke up to turn on TV with the this crazy man with mm -hmm. the, the weed gonna do this week. Mm -hmm. There's no more of that. All Biden got is motherfucking Botox up on his eye looking like a baby ass. <laughs> you see how that Botox about? Biden, if you don't stop Botoxing your eyes, you, you gonna die. Your eyes gonna still be alive. <laughs> 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 Have you not seen his eyes look like a smooth ass? <laughs> it don't work for nowhere. But I said, what? What is he worried about? The wrinkles up on his eye. He got that good Botox too, like three thousand dollars a needle. Cause that motherfucker's eyes is smooth like a baby ass. White dude, you ever seen Biden eyes? Look, look back in your eyes. You know, I'm telling you, oh, got a, a ton of Botox, and he can't. He can't even smile no more. It's just his eyes stay open. I've been sleeping. <laughs> so that's why you ain't heard now. He ain't there getting Botox. <sighs> but that's three. what I'm saying. We, I feel like we got the same heat that we had when Trump was in office. We got to keep that heat. We got to keep that because right. we still being locked up. We still being killed. That's so right. Keep that heat. Ain't Black lives still matter. Keep well, that sitcom heat. Is today. 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 Yes, I did. Yeah, he did. I, I you told did. him with the thumb joke. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm good. I watched the first three. Are y'all going to watch it with your kids? No. That's what we call it. No, but I, I've done some of the things that you've done before. Like I, I had to turn off the Wi-Fi in the crib when, when my son went a little too crazy with the with the game. And so there's a couple of things, but yeah, I enjoyed it so far. And I just want to say thank you. Miss Pat always checks up on me, and I appreciate Same. it. Same. I, I appreciate you. I'm a real. Hey, I'm not here, but I'm a real motherfucker. Right, when no, I see you out there spending time with your family, it just black love, just beautiful. I, I never met your wife, but congratulations on the new baby. Thank you, thank she, you. She ain't had it yet. I was like, girl, why would you have a baby with a body like that? <laughs> but anyway, she's beautiful. She what what right y'all having? A girl. Another girl? Oh, yeah, so four girls sad. and two boys. Four girls that's and two boys. Right. Congratulations. So I would much. send you a gift, but you're rich. And my <laughs> shit ain't gonna work out for birth. <laughs> Give us something thoughtful. <laughs> I, my come I can put it on layaway. <laughs> <laughs> a gift card to Burlington. Yeah, girl. He'll never use my I'll be checking the balance. It'll still be there. Send me my shit back. Light skinned ass boy. Send my shit back. You ain't gonna use my goddamn gift card. That's my $200. You can at least go in there and buy some baby wipes. Before the date expire on the baby wipes. Oh my God. got an expiration date in Burlington. Check out the show, man, on BET Plus. Miss Pat. We so proud of you, Miss Pat. Proud That's of you, right. Jordan, man. Jordan, thank, thank you, you for man. staying down, bro, with Miss Pat, man. Stand down and you. finally to meet you, Angela. You In are person. beautiful. Thank you. I'm excited to meet you, too. You know, I was up on that book early on as soon as you sent it up here. So I was always disappointed I wasn't here when you were here, but I'm happy well, for you uh, as well. You're beautiful. Thank you for being in the house. First time I met you. It's <laughs> Miss Pat, Jordan, Cooper. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. I'm whispering. We can hear you. Hey, who? Everybody, what's happening, y'all? Good wrong morning, with you, man. Yo, relax. I'll shoot this whole place up, bro. Soldier Boy style. Oh, okay? I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> what the heck is going on? Oh, y'all didn't hear that part when that's be Never mind. Y'all wasn't listening. No, I wasn't listening. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get to the rumors, y'all. Let's talk Kanye. Listen up. It's just in. All the guys. Guys. The rumor report. Guys. Guys. With Angela. Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. 
So Kanye's first listening event at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium on July 22nd broke the existing live stream record at the time for Apple Music. That was 3.3 million people. Well, the second listening event broke that record and attracted 5.4 million viewers on Apple Music. So that is yet another new record for the streaming device. We still don't know what that release date is. Dropping the clues bombs for Kanye West. Kanye the man, bro. People act like they hate him. They don't. It's also a testament to how big the world is because sure, it's probably a lot of people love Kanye, but it's a whole lot of people who not. And that's why you should focus on the people who show you love and don't give a, give a damn about those who don't. That's the third one going to do. It's coming. You know it's coming. <laughs> what stadium is this one going to be at? You know he about yeah. to get y'all again. Yeah, absolutely. You know he about to get y'all again. Well, Billboard has also cited sources who say that he made $7 million from in-person merch sales during that second event as You well. know he about to do it again. He's going to have bulletproof masks this time. Make it COVID-friendly. He's going to have his own... Uh, Kanye, he gonna have Yeezy vaccine. They'll get the Yeezy vaccine now. All right, now Kim Kardashian was on Kristen Bell and Monica Padman's We Are Supported by podcast. And she talked about a lot of different things in her life. One thing she talked about was how Kanye affected her life and made her more confident. I got to a point and maybe being in a relationship with Kanye for, you know, a decade, that taught me so much in the best way of just being me and living in the moment. And you don't have to please everyone as long as I'm myself and as long as I'm doing it the way that I want to do. That taught me to just, I think, be more confident in myself and truly not care as much of what other people thought. I used to be such a people pleaser. All right, she also discussed wanting to be an attorney and how her kids basically begged her not to want to do that. It really is a struggle for me because it does take a lot of time away from my kids. And I have had nights where my kids are crying, saying, please don't do this anymore. Please don't become a lawyer. You're too busy. You're taking too much time away. And I've had to sit them down and say, you know, one day you will understand and I want you to be proud of me. And I want you to do whatever you want to do when you grow up. And I want you to give me the room and the power. And they fully understood it when I really like explained it to them in that way. Yeah, you know, she took the baby bar uh, twice already. What's the baby bar? As you're getting ready for the bar, to pass the bar. So you have to, you take this. Like, it, it's a lot of studying when people want to try to pass the bar. Mm-hmm. They have to take, like, she, different little exams to get prepared for it. So. She failed the first one, right? And the second. Oh. You know, so she is... She's uh, not, I'm sure she's not the first to do that. Yeah, it's not easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People go to law school and fail. It's really... Uh, difficult uh, to pass the bar. So she's going to find out in a few days what happens this time. I know somebody who failed it, yeah, twice and then got it on the third time. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. if you pass it the first time, that's amazing. I just want to say that. Now, she also did say she does plan to open up a law firm. So many incarcerated people that I've met are like the smartest people ever that would be some of the best attorneys. So I really hope that I could start a firm that would employ a lot of these people oh, wow. that will really help, whether they have their degree or not, you know, to really help with all the paperwork and help write everything that we would need in a firm. I just think it would be super powerful to have an amazing firm with some of the smartest people just to help write bills, get people out, and just really focus on justice reform. Yeah, I can like she don't got that in her, though. You better go check and see who her daddy is, okay? Mm-hmm. And I would love that because that just would be another great story of evolution in our country. Can you imagine? Kim Kardashian becomes one of the most prominent lawyers in America. <laughs> like, hey, man, only in America, baby. Well, if you can do some great work, we encourage that.
and celebrate that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right, now, speaking of incarcerated, NBA Youngboy, he has shared a single that he recorded while he's in jail, and it went viral. Amongst the things that he's talking about, just people wanting to be around him for his money, his youngest daughter testing positive for COVID. Basically, he's going crazy while he's locked up, and it's called Lockdown Session. I got four hours to myself. Sitting inside of here, I ain't got no better. They just want me for the spell. They don't want to see me win at all. I'm impressed that he's on beat over the phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Usually you hear those phone, you know, raps, they don't be sounding on beat. He sounds in pocket on that record. Well, super talented. So let's send some love to NBA Youngboy. I'm sure this is definitely not easy for him. He's got a lot uh, going on in his personal life as well as with his business. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Charlamagne, mm. who are you giving your donkey to? Uh, I need a man that uh, I voted for. Oh. NBA, I'm sure you voted for him, too. Corey Booker. You need him to come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a word with him. All right. You well, didn't vote for him? Yeah, I did. Okay. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Well, we'll find out when we come back. It's mm-hmm. Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Hey, it's Angela Yee. Don't let weak hair hold you back. Carol's Daughter's Goddess Strength Collection supports hair as it gets longer for hair that's 15 times stronger after one use. Available at carolsdaughter.com and your local retailer. Question that there are problems in this country between police and community. Yes, you are a donkey. To the latest on that police killing of a black man. Now to new developments in the deadly spa shooting rampage. Uh, and yesterday was a really bad day for him, and this is what he did. And so we are in a state of emergency. Okay, white supremacist violence is and always has been the number one threat to our society. But I'm also very proud that my wife is white. My wife is white. The Breakfast Club, bitches. All right, Charlene, please tell me, why was I your donkey of the day? Wow, donkey of the day for Thursday, August 12th goes to United States Senator Cory Booker. Let me tell you something, and I mean this wholeheartedly. If you are going to vote locally, if you're going to vote in the midterms next year, 2022, if you're going to vote for president in 2024, if you vote at all, simply vote your interest. If nobody is saying anything of interest, if nobody is planning to do anything that's going to directly impact you or your community, then that's on them. It's not your job to vote for them. It's their job to give you something to vote for. Okay, I'm saying that because even though we are a long way from the midterms, they, and by they, I mean Democrats and Democratic operatives will be creating some boogeyman by then to guilt you into voting blue just because, even though with the White House and the Senate, they have kept zero promises to the majority of constituents who went out and voted for them to get the Senate and the White House. Let's discuss. Okay, uh, last year, the civil unrest that happened in this country because of the murder of George Floyd, the murder of Breonna Taylor, and the countless others of black and brown people who have been killed at the hands of the cops. You know, we got to a tipping point last summer. And when these politicians were campaigning, they tapped right into that energy. Oh, they pulled at our emotional heartstrings, people. They acted like they cared about what the organizers, the activists, the folks on social media, they acted like they cared about what they thought in regards to police brutality. I mean, listen, we know politicians are dream sellers. That's all politics is about, the buying and selling the dreams. You just got to pick which dream you want to buy. We know this. But for some reason, we lie to ourselves and tell ourselves that if you're a Republican, your party is right. No pun intended. And if you're a Democrat, your party is right. When the reality is they both wings on the same damn bird. And that bird rarely, if ever, cares about what black people care about. They rarely, if ever, care about what poor people care about. Whatever the issues the most marginalized, the most vulnerable amongst us are facing, they don't really care but they will act like they care when they're trying to get your vote. 
But when they get in position to do something, they do nothing. Which brings me back to Cory Booker, just the latest Democrat to blatantly spit in the face of the people who mobilized last year to make sure the Democrats had control of the White House and the Senate. Oh, this hypocrisy is so blatant. I know we like to turn a blind eye. Okay, to the BS and the Democratic Party because we voted for them. So we act like we don't see it, because if we act like we don't see it, then we don't have to defend it. But Cory Booker was on the Senate floor and there was a GOP amendment opposing defund the police. Okay, it's actually Amendment 3113. And Senator Tommy Tuberville said opposing my amendment is a vote in support of defunding the police and against the men and women in blue. Now, we all know defunding the police is a divisive phrase, whatever. Okay, but it's not about the phrase. It's about what defunding the police actually is. You can get rid of the phrase and simply say we want to reallocate resources to services, you know, for mental health. All right. Police don't need to be responding to those kinds of calls when folks who suffer from mental health issues are having breakdowns. Send out professionals who actually deal with those kinds of things. Reallocate funds to make the schools better and poor and disenfranchised communities. Reallocate funds to create job training programs, trade schools, STEM centers. And more importantly, let's reallocate some funds to create a more public public safety approach instead of this tough on crime policing folks been doing. OK, we all get caught up in this phrase to fund the police instead of what defunding the police actually is. So. What happened on the Senate floor was a trap. That's why Tommy Tuberville worded it that way. Opposing my amendment is a vote in support of defunding the police and against the men and women in blue. So any Democrat who votes against his amendment wants to defund the police and doesn't support police. Hmm. How did Cory Booker uh, reply to this? Let's listen. And I will tell you right now, thank God, because there's some people who have said that they're members of this deliberative body that want to defund the police to my horror. And now this center has given us the gift that finally, once and for all, we can put to bed this scurrilous accusation that somebody in this great esteemed body would want to defund the police. So let all of us, a hundred people, not walk, but sashay down there and vote for this amendment and put to rest the lies. And I am sure I will see no political ads attacking anybody here over defund the police. And I would ask unanimous consent to add something else to this obvious bill. Can we add also that every senator here wants to defund the police, believes in God, country, and apple pie? I, How do you sashay? Do that walk, that saucy Santana walk. You hear me? We want him to do that saucy Santana walk down there to vote, okay? okay All right. Corey is too busy worried about what Republicans think of him, okay? And, and so are other Democrats, right? They are too worried about... Uh, uh, you know, political messaging instead of actual political promises. They don't want things like to fund the police weaponized against them in campaign ads. But guess what? Democrats wouldn't have those problems if they were better at messaging. Okay, if they were better at controlling their own narratives. There is nothing wrong with reallocating resources from police departments to the actual people. I'm sure we can all agree that billions of dollars don't need to be given to police departments. Put that money in the community. Give folks more opportunity. Make people's living conditions better. Make sure folks can eat and watch how those communities change and when the communities change the way police approach those communities should change okay and Corey knows this Corey Booker absolutely knows this but they are always so willing to throw the people fighting for these things under the bus because they know that historically y'all show up to vote for them regardless oh I know you're probably thinking well how do you know Corey understands the nuance of defund the police how does he understand the nuance of that slogan oh I don't know maybe because he said it himself on Meet the Press, NBC News, June 7th, 2020. This is Cory Booker. 
I want to ask you about uh, defunding the police. The phrase may mean different things to different people, but when you hear that, what's your reaction? I understand clearly the sentiment and the substance behind the slogan. And so while it's not a slogan I'll use, if people just dismiss it and don't get deeper into the substance, we are using police. And as a guy who ran police departments, I would have exhausted police officers saying, why are we using police to deal with the fragility or vulnerability of our society? There's so much money going into our police departments that it's a more expensive way to deal with it. We are over-policed as a society. We are investing in police, which is not solving problems, but making them worse when we should be in a more compassionate country, in a more loving country. And I know love is at the core of our ideals, but it needs to be made manifest in our policies. We would actually spend less money. We would elevate human dignity and human potential. Uh, and we would set a standard on the planet Earth for how we treat those who are vulnerable as opposed to what we're seeing right now. Is that the same Cory Booker or a different Cory Booker? <laughs> That was a variant. This is a Cory Booker variant. This is a this is a different multiverse than we were in last year. Okay. Okay. Uh, I, I don't understand why Democrats care so much about making Republicans comfortable. Okay. They don't care about making y'all comfortable. Why are y'all always trying to make these white, hypothetical swing voters comfortable instead of doing right by your base? If these Republicans don't understand what defunding the police means, keep saying what it means until they do. Okay. By the way, all the Democrats voted in favor of passing this amendment. All of them. So now you have a bunch of folks, including people who voted for you, who think Democrats aren't for reallocating funds from police to the communities who actually need it. Now, Corey, you can say you was being sarcastic. You can say you was joking, but this isn't a joking matter. Okay, Democrats have to try a political strategy they haven't tried before, and that's courage. Stand for something for once and stop compromising. All y'all do is negotiate with domestic terrorists. But then next year, you're going to go right back to those activists and community organizers and the people who voted for you and ask for their help in mobilizing votes. Literally, last June, he's talking like he understands. And this year, he's on the Senate floor telling the powers that be that it's a gift that we get to show y'all by voting how much we don't care about reallocating resources from police to the people who need it. I can't wait to see y'all scrambling to rally voters next year. And I hope, it is my prayer, that voters treat Democrats the way Joe Manchin treats Democrats. Oh, I respect Joe Manchin's gangster. He treats Democrats exactly the way we should treat them. And it's simple. Y'all don't get what y'all want if I don't get what I want, period. Please let Remy Ma give Cory Booker the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw, you stupid mother are you dumb? All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today. Mm -hmm. Let me sashay over here to ye. Up next, Shantae. That's right. Ask ye. 800-585-1. I'm serious. What's a sashay? You like, know what a sashay is. I don't is. know don't what, a sashay like what a sashay is. is. What's a sashay? Let me see you walk. Walk. Oh, that's walk. it. Oh, yeah, walk. it's when you walk, walk and it's walk, a little walk, uh, nice back and walk, forth with your walk, hips. Walk. Walk. A little walk, sashay. Walk. 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 Okay. All right. Well, ASCII is next. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or if you just want to learn how to sashay, call Yeesha Teaches The Breakfast Club. Good morning. What, 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 what you want to know? Baby mama issues? Need some words of wisdom? Call up now for ASCII. 800-585-1051. The Breakfast Club. Need relationship advice? Need personal advice? Just need real advice. Call up now for ASCII. Keep the bread.
Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Yee. If you need relationship advice, you can hit her up, 800-585-1051. Hello, who's this? Jose Padilla. What's up, Jose? What's your question for Ask Yee? Yeah, my question is, how? ever since I heard my wife talking to her friend about something like she said, yes, no, yes, and I asked my wife, but well, you cheated on me, and ever since then, I can't get that on my head. So I'm trying to figure out, did she cheat on me? I mean, it's like we weren't talking, we weren't having sex and all that. But to, to ask her that question, now she's like really outgoing and doing crazy stuff that, you know, like she was, but she's telling me she didn't. So I'm trying to figure out how to get that on my head. Okay, so first of all, what did you overhear on the phone? She said, yes, no, yes. So, yes, no, yes makes you think that she's cheating? I don't understand. That, that's what I don't know. But, but when I asked her, you know, she said no. But ever since then, everything is fine. Before it wasn't fine, but now it's fine. So I'm figuring out, you know. So why why do you think something. she's cheating? You said you guys weren't having sex. What other reasons? Has she been out a lot? Is well, she no, she never went out. She, we, we weren't just talking. You know, I'm just figuring out. Is, is she telling me? No, I've been with her for 28 years. I'm just trying to figure this out. You know, I just can't get out of my head. You know, I'm just trying to figure out, you know, she thinks she hasn't. But it's like a turnaround, you know. Now she's wearing her ring. She wasn't wearing her ring. Now we're having more sex. Now she's doing everything I want her to do. And it's just like she's saying that she wanted to do this, but she's trying to say that I wasn't talking to her. So now she's saying, you know, so it's like, I don't know, I can't get it out of my head. All right, so Jose, now the relationship is great. She's doing everything you wanted her to do, so now you don't trust her. <laughs> Basically, yeah, something like that. So you would feel better if she wasn't doing the things that you want her to do? Yes, I, I, the way, yeah. Yep, this sounds very yeah. dysfunctional. <laughs> That's Listen, here's the thing. I think sometimes we can actually cause destruction to our own relationships by putting uh, all this distrust in the air. Now, you haven't caught her doing anything, right? No. Has she ever cheated on you in the past? No. Do you have a reason not to trust her? I, I made my childhood. You know, I was, I was raised by my dad. No love, no trust, no nothing, no hugs. I'm just trying to figure out what, I don't know. Well, that sounds more, anyone. but that's not something that she's done to make you not trust her. That's some baggage that you have. So how do I change? How do I stop asking, are you cheating on me? Are you doing this? You know, she's saying, no, I've been with her for 28 years, but I'm figuring out you're, everything is great now. So before I wasn't speaking to her. Why can't you, know, you enjoy like, your relationship, Jose, if everything is great now? Why can't you enjoy it? I'm going to tell you this, too. Some, because it wasn't like that before. It was like more like she wasn't talking to me. She'd just come home, go to sleep. I would do my thing. And ever since I asked her that question, are you cheating on me? She's like turned around and, you know. Well, maybe she did that to make you feel more secure because she's like, wow, he's not understanding that nothing's wrong. I need to step it up. That might have been a realization for her that you weren't happy. I can't say whether or not she's cheating on you and neither can you right now. But what I can say is if there's things that she's doing that's out of character, if she's not coming home, if she's being secretive about her phone, you know, if those are the clues. Now, if you feel like, well, she's treating me too good right now, so maybe she was cheating, that doesn't make uh -huh. sense, you know? And I just feel like I don't want you to ruin the relationship with accusations that don't really have any base other than the fact that things are much better now. And th this is what so you asked for, and this is what head. you wanted. How can I get that out of my head, though? I mean, I'm always, you know, I just don't like that. Fifth. 
I think that you have to acknowledge that this at this point right now might be more of your issue than her issue. I think you have to acknowledge the past trauma that you've had, your relationship with your father and things that have happened in your past. Work on yourself. If you need to go to therapy, you know, you should seek some outside counsel and professional help for that. But if you want to work on making your relationship better, it sounds like you have to work on yourself first and foremost. It's not really fair to her to have these accusations uh, coming from you when she's actually treating you better than she ever has. And she's doing the things yeah, that you like, wanted her to do. And I just exactly would hate for you. Mm-hmm. Sometimes now, yeah, she just, yeah, I know what she's doing. You know, it's just, I don't know, it feels weird, though. I guess, you know, I'm going to get to this, me. Happiness you feels know? weird, right? I guess so, but you know, I just wanted to ask you that question. And do some special things for for her too, man. She's going out of her way to make sure that you feel loved. Make sure she feels loved, also. Yeah, well, you know, we're, we're in a good place now. It was, you know, I just paid taking that cheat on me because we weren't talking, and now we're talking. Now everything is great. So I'm, yeah, you know, what's going on? Did I ask you that question or? Enjoy the greatness. Enjoy the greatness. You guys both deserve it. And make sure that you reciprocate that and show her the love that she deserves as well. And you know what? Some things are out of our control. If something did happen, you know, the truth will reveal itself in time. But instead of you just trying to just be suspicious and make things even worse, it might be nothing. It could be maybe she had some other issues going on that had nothing to do with you. Maybe so. Maybe so. Okay. Well, thanks a lot for that. You're welcome. All right, ask E 800-585-1051 if you need relationship. Here's some real advice with Angela Yee. It's Ask Yee. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? No name. I'm no name. All right, no name. What's your question for Yee? Okay, so I have a question. Do you think that it's okay for... A man to accept a massage as a gift from another woman. To a man who's in a relationship. Wait, so to accept a massage? Yes. They, they like, gave, sent him a massage. They sent him a massage or she gave him the massage? No, sent him one. Sent him one. Okay, so let's unpack this and talk about you. Because this is specific to you. So your boyfriend got a gift from another woman that was a massage? Yes. Okay, so what is his relationship with this other woman? They're friends. Okay, and why does this bother you? Because I don't really know her. I think that's why. Okay. And I feel like their relationship kind of got closed. He's more so close with her boyfriend. He's Mm -hmm. away right now, so they've been communicating a lot more, but... It just felt like a little too much for me. Yeah, that does feel inappropriate. So he's friends with this woman's boyfriend, but he's talking to her, and that's already and that's so that's how he knows her. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it feels like your instinct might have to kick in here because I don't see how you befriend uh, your friend's girlfriend. The guy actually went away. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Okay, he's locked up. So they were like dealing, like you know, he was helping her initially, like dealing with a few things, like the process of a few things. And but the conversation just seemed like I don't know. It's just like it's okay. That's too much. So what does he say when you told him you feel like this is too much? He was like, I don't understand why it's a big deal. You know, like if one of your friends sends you on, he would die. Mm-hmm. Another guy like sent me a, like, but I would never create a situation where. 
another man could think that it would be okay to gift me with something like that. Right, and this feels like it's on him. And I also believe that if you've expressed to him that something is not making you comfortable in the relationship, and I think that what you're asking for is rational, then he needs to respect that. Because there's no reason why you should be putting an outside person ahead of your better half. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just, I, I found out about it, like, you know, through the emails. Because I, like, I handle the business through the emails. But, are you, but you okay, are, told me. are you telling us everything? What else did you see in these emails? Oh, that's it. Okay, just the... That was it. And so he's not yeah, telling yeah, yeah, you these things. That. The only reason that you know... Is because I found it. Right, so that's already sneaky. So that's, like, what's weird to me, too. Because I would be like... You know, I'd be like, oh, I just got me a little massage. Right. Whatever. Like, do you want to go with me? You know what I'm saying? So he's hiding this for a reason. He's hiding this for a reason. So I would tell him that there are definitely boundaries with other people when you're in a relationship and he needs to respect that. And you should be very specific about what those boundaries are. He needs to be open and honest about what's going on. And if you're not comfortable, he needs to respect that. And so that's the conversation that you need to have. There's no reason why somebody from the outside should be interfering with your relationship. There's no reason why you shouldn't feel comfortable. And you should be able to express that to him and he should have some solutions. And I want to tell you, you have to be specific about what solutions that you want to. Well, that's the thing. Like, this is all like, it's like new. So I don't want to like jump the gun and say that he's not like willing to address the situation. I just want to make sure I'm not tripping. No, you're not tripping. And I think if you go to him rationally and explain it to him and it's always about how you feel this is how this makes me feel that's how you have to express yourself and it might not be intentional on his part but he has to understand that intentional or not you feel a certain way how can we resolve this and let's see if he's open to having that discussion and improving on that and opening up those lines of communication so something like this doesn't happen in the future but I do believe that that would make any woman feel uncomfortable right I, I think so too okay can I ask one more thing yep all right um, what about if this person is FaceTiming an old, like a friend? Apparently they've been friends, but FaceTime them a lot. Is this the same? He's, is he FaceTiming? Is he FaceTiming that woman or is this somebody else? No, no, this is a different. This is like a friend. And okay, like how much is a lot? I mean, at least every other day, every three days, not every single day, but I mean. Why y'all got to sit and stare at each other's face? Right. And, and he's in a relationship. And like I said, there's got to be some boundaries and other women need to respect that because they'll do whatever he allows. Right. And so if he's yeah. making it seem like it's OK, these women are doing these things without regard for you. And so that's important. I don't know if he's the type of person. There's some people that FaceTime instead of talking on the phone all the time, you know, so I don't know about that. But I just no, think he's not a FaceTime person. Like right. That. But I did. I, I, I addressed that. He said he won't do that no more because he would be bothered if I was FaceTiming a guy. All right, good. So he, you addressed it. So and that's mm-hmm. Okay, that's good. Yeah. yeah, no, I agree with that. And I'm glad that you've been able to tell him how you feel and that he's actually uh, working on resolving those things. But, you know, he's got to, I, I think that if he has common sense, he should know these things as well. But sometimes men just don't know and you got to tell them. Yeah, I just, yeah. All okay, right. Well, so, I mean, that's it. <laughs> All right. I hope everything works out for you. Oh, yeah. I mean, either way, everything will always work out, you know? I know. That's right, girl. Okay. 
Yeah. All right. Thank All right. You. Take care. All right. Ask E, 800-585-1051. We got rumors on the way? Yes. And since we're talking relationships, let's talk about Future and his children's mother, Brittany. The two of them have been going back and forth, and now they both have some merch. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Hey, morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Andy and Mendeecees. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. On the Breakfast Club. So listen up. Nah, 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 nah. All right. Well, there was some back and forth, and people are weighing in on Yandy and Mendici. As you know, they had their foster daughter, Infinity Gilliard. And on this season on Love & Hip Hop Atlanta, Yandy revealed that 19-year-old Infinity started to change after she got into a relationship with a much older individual and accused Infinity's new friend of being a negative influence. And according to Yandy, this person plotted against them so that Yandy would lose custody of her kids while Mendeecee was in prison. There was just a lot of drama. And so Yandy and Mendeecee made a decision to have a talk about their future concerning their family and also concerning Infinity. And they wanted her to actually move out, but they would assist her in having her own apartment. Listen to what happened. You're going to get a job to pay your rent and start to live on your own. We're going to pay your rent for the first two months. We're going to help you be independent and make that transition to a young adult. What do you think? Thank you for, you know, even considering that. I just think that for me, living on my own, I think that that's not something I'm ready for. I'm not ready to be isolated. Why are you crying? You feel like you're getting abandoned? To y'all, it feels like you're helping me, but to me, it's showing up as like, I feel like my biological mom is putting me right back out. I'm just, I'm just not ready for it. I, I'll be honest with you. I, I seen the clip and I didn't see a problem with it. If you, wow. you, you're age 19, 20 years old, you're changing and, and you're affecting the things in the house and you want to be grown. Yeah, it's it, same thing with me. If you don't want to accept the rules of my house, my mother and father would have said, get the F out my house as well. Like it's, It is. You got to follow the rules of the house. And if, if you're not following the rules of the house and you want to be grown and alone, yes, my parents would have been like, yeah, it's time for you to, to find your own place. Nobody's kicking you out. I'm going to help you. But if you're that grown, you got to move on. Right. Well, you know, I just want to say Infinity then went on social media and said that she's going to be releasing a book, a tell-all book as well about all of this. So I don't know what's going to happen. But Mandisi did respond. And here's what he had to say on Instagram. Nobody tried to be mean. Uh, I do have compassion. Um, My wife, you know, she continued to reach out. And your comments are very hurtful. Y'all just tearing everybody down. Y'all tearing her down. Y'all tearing me down. Y'all tearing Yandy down. Y'all wishing death. Y'all wishing us locked up. And know that there's some things that happen behind the scenes I can't really say. But I know when police and DAs get involved, it's, it's a whole different ball game. I be about to tell folks to mind their business, yeah. but then I forget it's, it's reality. reality. It's reality TV. TV. So it's for public consumption, but all parties involved have to expect that there's going to be opinions, right? Yeah, they, I mean, yeah. They, they're parents, though. At the end of the day, they are parents. They they raised this young lady. They helped her out as much as possible, but something probably happened in that house where she didn't follow the rules, and if you don't follow the rules, I can't have you in my in my house. My parents are the same way. My parents would do, do me out immediately if I didn't follow the I'm rules. I'm going to be honest with you. I have no idea yeah, what's going on. I don't really know. <laughs> that's the first so time I, I heard this whole situation. That's what happened. You know, Mandisi said there were some issues in the past with Infinity that he has let go of. 
but he doesn't want to be painted as the bad person. I'm sure Infinity, as you heard, has her own side of the story of what went down. And he didn't kick he didn't kick him out and say you're on your own. One, he said we will help you be independent. We will help you with your mortgage, your rent. We will help you. That's why context matters because I don't know what y'all talking about. But just hearing that clip, I just thought she was moving out on her own and he was gonna help her for the first two months. I ain't know that she didn't want to leave. Oh, Basically, I didn't know that. Yeah, she's okay. not trying to leave, but they're they're trying to. And let's be clear, Mendici was in prison. Now he's back home. I'm sure he's reconnecting. But when you have a foster child, you also want them to feel like that's your real child. I would think. Oh, right? that's a foster child. Wanna, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that either. Yeah, they, I don't know yeah, any context t- to this clip at all. Mm. Oh, I mean, this was a big storyline that's been going on for quite some time now, where uh, Yandy took in a foster child. Infinity. She adopted her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you remember, I like, remember that. Yeah, yeah. So this is Infinity. Okay. The the child that she adopted, and so now they're wanting her to get her own place. She's 19 years old. They said they'd help her with the rent for the first couple of months, but they want her to get a job and pay for things on her own. Some people are saying, would you treat your own children that are biologically yours that same way? I can't say that they would or wouldn't. I don't know. Well, I'm sending healing energy to all parties involved, man. DC, Yandy. Infinity. Absolutely. Everybody. And clearly Infinity hasn't had the easiest life growing up in foster care either. So I know my parents. If she's hurt, me, she's hurt. My parents told me if I didn't go to college that I would have to get the F out of the house. And they wasn't gonna help me with no. Yeah, no but they, I don't nothing. think they would have really meant that. Yes, they would have. I don't know. You don't know that. Absolutely. If I did not go to college, I would have to get would out of the house. Would you do that to your kids? Yeah, yeah. Hmm? You've been working with this guy for eleven years. Know, you can't see why his parents would want to kick him out the house. Okay. Come on. Yeah. Any Yo, excuse. Shut up, man. You try to kick him out every day. Yes, come on. He's coming back. Come on. All right. Michael Jordan and Charles Barkley are no longer friends. And Charles Barkley was very open and honest about what happened that led to their estrangement. And during this um, interview, here's what he had to say. Are you guys still friends? What's up with that? We're not. I take some responsibility <laughs> for that. He was one of my best friends. And I, and I definitely love it and miss him, to be honest with you. But I, I have to do my job. I was asked a question, and I'm told you, I'm always do, be honest at my job. I said, I don't know if Michael's ever going to be successful because I don't know if he got enough strong people around him. Successful running the Charlotte Hornets. Yes. All right, that was a sit-down interview with Bob Costas for HBO. And, you know, he was very open and honest, I guess, about what I happened. I mean, it, it gets tricky in this business. When you have friends, you know what I'm saying? It's a fine line, right? Like, do you say what you really want to say, you know? Or do you keep some things to yourself? I think to me it depends on what you've told that person. Yeah, and it depends on, on your friendship too. Yeah, but it you, also, don't, you know some people will feel away. That's right. But so, also if you right. say if you say it on air or when you say it on TV, I, you you, you got to say it to your friend first, right? You don't. You, I would think so. Mm-hmm. But then it also might feel like, well, let's leave this personal between us. And maybe you should say that. You know what I mean? If you're Charles Barkley, maybe you should say that. Like, you know, me and Michael have had discussions, but that's my man, so that's between us. But, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever. All right, now Future is accused of texting his son that his mother, Brittany, is a hoe. She posted these on social media. That's wild. Yes, you can see it says, Dad won, your mother is a hoe. And she posted it on social media. He texts this to a child. You a real coward. He eight years old, stupid. And they had some back and forth. Some people felt like this wasn't a real text message and it was Photoshop. But after this back and forth, he posted pray for her. So people, you know, Future always comes up with these captions. And he came out with some gear, some merch that says pray for her. And then Brittany, in response, came out with her own merch that says pray for him. So (laughs) some way, somehow, they'll capitalize off of this drama. I'm sending healing energy to all parties. (laughs) All parties involved in this situation. Future, what's his baby mom name? Brittany. Brittany, you know, I'm sending healing energy to all parties involved in this situation. 
All right. Well, that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. I really hope you didn't send a message saying your mom's a hoe. Yeah, that's wild. All right. Revolt with Kids never tomorrow. really find out that information either, by the way. What? If their moms are truly, you know, promiscuous. Kids never find that out. Like in the future. No. No. What did you say uh, about future? Unless your mom mm-hmm. is young. Unless your mom is young. Like a lot of these, these you know, Oh my God, early, y'all. I don't even have this conversation with you, know you guys. <laughs> Just shut up. No, because this is a real thing. And I'm not talking about this situation no, not in this particular. Situation, but, like, but we all know. Like we don't know what our mama did or what our grandma did We don't know what then. our mama and grandma and did. And I like it like but that. But there's a lot of men in the town who do. <laughs> That's all I'm simply saying, bro. They know your okay? mom in a better Sometimes way. Sometimes when that OG walk upon you and be like, hey, you such and such, son. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know what? And I bet that OG was a hoe. Probably. Yo, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Mix up next. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Angela Yee here, and the General Insurance makes it easy to save money on your auto insurance. They offer affordable coverage with low down payments, flexible payment plans, and the ability to pick your payment date. Call 800-GENERAL or go to thegeneral.com today. Some restrictions apply. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, shout out to Miss Pat and Jordan Cooper for joining us this morning. It is impossible to not love Miss Pat. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You know, uh, uh, me, me being from the South, South Carolina boy, Miss Pat reminds me of so many so many women that I grew up around, man. She is just as real as they come. So make sure you check out the Miss Pat show on BET Plus. All 10 episodes are on BET Plus right now. I know what I'll be doing this weekend. Yeah, show some support, y'all. Absolutely. And also, um, shout out to everybody that's purchased tickets for the car show. It's going down Saturday. There's two days left. Uh, rain and shine, we will be in the building. They say like a 30% chance of rain, but we ain't worried about that. We got tents. We got the uh, Ferris wheel just showed up. The amusement rides just came. The cars are being delivered. So uh, I'm super duper excited. I'm actually going to be broadcasting from Atlantic City tomorrow. So uh, I can't wait to see you guys in Atlantic City. Oh, right. yes. And listen, Saturday, um, I'll be in Monk's Corner, South Carolina. Um, I'm having my uh, fifth annual uh, book bag giveaway and school supply giveaway it'll be at berkeley high school from 2 to 5 p.m in monk's corner south carolina always appreciate doing it at berkeley high school because i got kicked out of berkeley high school you know what i mean so okay and shout out to one of our listeners who is um in the car right now he just turned 21 years old so to my guy um mr carter pg3 on instagram he's with his little cousin right now they're in the truck happy 21st birthday to monty he's so excited he's gonna lose his mind when he hears us tell him happy birthday monty happy birthday monty happy born day young king you're 21 you're old enough to drink now but that don't mean you should that's right (laughs) all right when we come back positive notice the breakfast club good morning Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, Charlamagne, you got a positive note? I do, man. And I want to salute the healing guy. Well, first of all, I got to salute Anita Kopak's, Uh Shallow Waters is out right now. Shallow Waters, the fictional novel about the Yoruban deity of the sea, Yemi Yah. That is out right now. Salute to Shallow Waters, everybody that's been grabbing it this week, man. The reviews are insane. I saw a review yesterday from, uh, I think it was the Chicago book review mm-hmm. that was just incredible but yes go 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 check out shallow waters and the positive note comes from at the healing guide instagram i love this page uh and i posted this yesterday because i live by this i swear i do he said or she said i don't know if it's a male or female behind this page but i used to want to protect my name in situations now i just want to protect my peace i let whoever think whatever that's the best way to protect your peace nowadays y'all Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done?